Hello, everyone. Happy Monday. As you could tell when you clicked on this, this is one of our longer episodes that we've done. So I'm going to try to keep the intro pretty short and sweet. Just quickly going to catch you up on this past couple weeks. We got our wax upgrades back. Didn't do very well, but that was expected. And for the class one restoration and prep, I passed both of those. So that was really, really great to see. It's The grading is so strange, though. You think you did really, really well and you get like a 75 on it or something. But passing's passing and I know over time I'm going to improve and they'll be hopefully clinically ideal and all. I had a couple more exams in cell bio and infection and immunity that both went pretty well, which is awesome for cell bio in particular. I've really been climbing my grades up each exam and getting better and better, so that's always really rewarding after putting in a lot of time studying. And we're just getting close to finishing up in SimLab. We have our caries removal practical this week, and then I remediate my class one restoration the following week. So really wrapping things up, and then we have a couple more exams, and then pretty much jump right into finals after that. So D1 fall semester is wrapping up very quickly. I'll eventually do a D1 fall recap episode to talk about things I've learned and all, but for now, um, we're going to get right into the episode. I don't think I need to give a motivation this week because I feel like John and Rob did a really great job of sharing some motivation and some wisdom with the way that they balance life and school and how they do it all in dental school. So I hope you all enjoy this episode. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right. Hi, everyone. So I'm joined with some classmates today to talk about time management. So you already know me, but I'll let them introduce themselves. All right, John. Uh, hi, my name is John Robertson. And like Haley said, I'm her classmate in our D1 class of 2024. Uh, it was a little history on myself. I also went to Michigan State. I was part of the Lyman Briggs Residential Science College. I majored in physiology and some things that I was involved in in my time there. I was an undergraduate learning assistant for um, cell and molecular bio class. I worked in a mitochondrial physiology lab and uh, something fun I did for a job senior year was I bartended at Harper's, which was a good time. <laughs> um, kind of a little bit more about me applying to dental school, I applied to eight total schools, which just kind of seemed like the average of what most people were applying to. And I decided which ones I would apply to kind of based off like location, um, the statistics averages, the in and out of state acceptance averages and things like that. And some things I'm involved in, uh, specifically to our D1 class is I'm on the honor council. So that's something I did right off the bat. What's up? My name's Robert. I am also in the 2024 class, and I went to Michigan State. I majored in neuroscience, and in undergrad, I was involved in a lot of different things. I was in 
ASMSU, which was the student government group my freshman and sophomore year. And then I was in a little bit of pre-dental club for the first two years. And then my junior and senior year, I worked at a gym at my hometown and in East Lansing. And then I did online work basically as like a customer service type deal, just a little side hustle. Then uh, for where I applied to dental school, I applied to 10 schools, kind of just all over, just check it out, get interviews at places, see what I really liked instead of trying to stay in state. And what I'm involved in D1 year, I am in DSS, which is Dental Students with Sustainability, and the DSBA, which is Dental Student Business Association. I chose to join those because I didn't really know much about either of them, and I'm interested in them. So I chose to check them out. Okay, so the next thing people were curious about was how like specialization affects your dental school experience. I know I personally don't want to specialize, and I know that's off the table, so I think it kind of took away a lot of like stress with trying to get perfect grades, but what is your guys' outlook for specializing or not so far? So I started off the summer semester really not exactly sure if I wanted to specialize or not, and what I ran with that as let me just prepare as if I'm going to in case I figured out later on that I would want to. And I mostly just wanted to capitalize on everything with COVID and being online over the summer. I just figured like, this is a good chance to, since everything's online, we're only to have, we only have lecture classes right now, no labs or things we have to go to. Like, this is a good chance to sit down and focus and get some solid grades into the, into your GPA. And I was fortunate to start off strong over the summer since, like I said, everything was online. So now I'm mostly just motivated to try and keep it up which is a lot more difficult this semester because we're in a lot more classes. Uh, but for any students that would hope to specialize, if you're going into dental school knowing that you want to, uh, I'd say that I think it's just important to recognize that it is going to be a lot of work and like a sacrifice. However, but if it's something that you want to do, then it'll be well worth it. Um, our classes, we're really good at helping each other and limiting competition but at the end of the day, there's a limited number of specialty spots. And if it's something that you do want to do, I think, you know, be a little competitive and try and be the best that you can be in your classes. And and with that, don't try and compare your scores to like everybody else. But just after an exam, just try and think like, was this the best that I could do? Nice. Do you have anything to add? Yeah, um, I kind of have like a different route, kind of mm-hmm. like you, Haley. I didn't really... Sp- plan on specializing it never really was a route for me Mm -hmm. so like general dentistry when I was shadowing I was like this is a great deal because you get to see your patients you could be able to see one patient your whole career and it is kind of cool to see the progression or just how they're doing outside of the office which was always something of interest for me I don't really think it affected how I study but more of how I do Because, like, you still always want to know the material, but to shoot for an A or an undergrad is, like, I don't want to miss a question, really. Like, I want to go above the average. But now it's kind of, one, the difficulty's a lot higher. So it's way harder. But, sorry if that scared anyone. But (laughs) 
it's just one of those things you kind of have to know what your route is. And if you want to do it, send it and do your best for it. But if not, don't fully stress yourself out with it. Yeah, 100%. I think it's so good for us to remember that we do want to try to learn as much as we can because we're still going to be dentists, whether we're specialist or general dentist. So I think everyone in our class is still like trying their best, but it's just like extremely difficult to get A's on exams in dental school, I feel like. And that's kind of what you need to specialize. So you just have to come in with like the right mentality, I think. Yeah, that's one thing I have been trying to keep in mind is that like the at this point, in dental school, it's more important to feel like you're learning and can like able to retain and apply the material versus like on a lot of our exams, there's random questions that mm-hmm. are super specific that are just from like one <laughs> sub bullet point on a PowerPoint slide. And it's just important to not get bent out of shape on things like that, that it might be the question that dropped you from an A to a, a B on an exam or something. But if you feel like you're learning the material well at this point, I think that's uh, what I try to work on finding more important than just a percentage. Yeah, that's a good outlook for sure. So the next thing I wanted to talk about is you kind of already went over like what you're involved in in D1 year outside of studying, but how do you decide like what you want on your plate, including like socializing, whatever you do for like yourself and also like extracurriculars and everything? I'll let you go first, Rob. Yeah. So for the clubs I decided to do, it was, I already said this kind of, it was like what interested me and what I didn't know, like an undergrad, it was fully natural science or neuroscience for me. And for the business association, like I know literally nothing about business. So it was one of those things, like if they could help you run your practice or help you even understand like the X's and O's of stuff, then that would just be very beneficial. And then with the sustainability club, It is interesting with like dentists and like the office and how everything has to be sterilized and clean and a lot of things non-reusable, like how we can recycle it and how we can decrease our carbon footprint, you know, like make it a little easier on everyone else. And like uh, just free time, free time, I kind of just do whatever, you know, like on weekends, (laughs) kind of see what everyone else is doing. If everyone's chilling, then we'll chill. But sometimes if there's exams on monday friday we're probably not going to go out and stuff like that or you know yeah for sure i think for me i joined like a ton of things just because like i figured first year kind of feel out what i get out of the organizations and especially this year with covid like they're not their normal organizations because they can't have in-person meetings and some clubs are like based on volunteering and that's not happening so I kind of figured I would check out a few things first year, see what I like like the most, and then in the future kind of tailor it back and like get leadership and everything and decrease the amount of stuff I'm involved in. But it's important to like leave time in your schedule outside of school and outside of clubs and stuff for like your own things or other interests and everything. I actually did the opposite of you. So I did two clubs because we were online Mm -hmm. and like the meetings and getting the full-on experience, I didn't know if, how beneficial it would be because a lot of it's lunch and learns right now, and we have SimLab or we have mm-hmm. something synchronous that wasn't, it was planned for different classes, which they can't accommodate for everyone's classes. So I did two, cl- two clubs instead of 
the six you did, you know, <laughs> yeah. like, but they both, they both have pros and cons to it. Yeah, for sure. Just more expensive the way I did it. Yeah. And I don't know if I'm really like getting the rewards from how much like I'm paying, but that's something I'll know by the end of the year, I guess. <laughs> what about you, John? So yeah, I tried to not like overcommit to mm-hmm. anything for the first part of this year, especially like we said with COVID, a lot of things that aren't operating normally and our time is really limited. So I wanted to make sure what I'm doing is like really worth my time investment if I'm going to be doing that. And like for me personally, like Zoom meetings and stuff, I always find them like hard to really stick and pay mm-hmm. attention to. And and that's just the sad reality of a lot of things are just over Zoom and everything mm-hmm. right now. So I kind of figured for this first year or maybe just this first semester, like kind of lay low and see what other people are doing, see what people feel like they're getting uh, a lot of utility out of. And that's kind of what I did in undergrad too. I I didn't join too many things like right off the bat. I just kind of laid low for a while, saw what other people are doing, saw if they liked it or not, and then kind of let other people figure it out. <laughs> yeah, definitely. And it's not yeah. like it's very different than undergrad because you don't need to be involved in extracurriculars. Like it's something that you actually want to do. Again, unless you're applying to a specialty program, like it's really just to supplement your education, which is why like DSBA is so important, like to learn about business and like practice management and stuff that we don't really get in school. So Mm -hmm. I think like that's more of why you're picking organizations rather than like to build a resume or something because jobs don't really care what clubs you're in. (laughs) Yeah. That's one of the main reasons I ran to be on the honor council is because it's a pretty low time commitment. Um, But it's still something that you can stick with over multiple years and, um, and, become like be good at it know how the school runs and still meet faculty and Mm -hmm. the admin and stuff from being on it yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. so people were always asking like how much do you study in dental school so what's like a typical week look like if we have like an exam or two how much time are you spending on school you can go first if you want me okay (laughs) well this one's gonna be watered down compared to john's but i kind (laughs) of treat studying almost like a nine-to-five job I'd say I go around like 40 hours a week, honestly, nine to five. There's breaks in between, obviously. Maybe I start at seven. Maybe I end at two one day. You know, it kind of all depends. If we have exams, like this week we have exams, everyone in our house, it's John and then our roommate, Himmel, <laughs> Brian Himmel. We, uh, we wake up fairly early. We kind of relax during the morning, get like our stuff done that we didn't finish or we want to improve on from the next day and then we start the lectures our exams the first two like month and a half is like every three weeks we had a ton of exams which i liked because you could give yourself a chill week of just keeping up on lectures but the last month or so we had what was it two exams every week for three weeks and that was kind of hard to schedule so Mm -hmm. we got done friday and then monday we had something and then so it was kind of just grinding through it. Like, yeah, there were two days I woke up at four to study because I was tired. So I went to bed at 10, mm-hmm. wake up at four, study till whatever time the exam is. So it kind of just all depends on what the scheduling is. But if it's a good every three week, probably just a normal work week, just pawn your bucket hat <laughs> nine to five. Do you feel like you're actually like keeping up on every class no because I definitely don't (laughs) like there's always something kind of on the back burner and like you have to play catch up for it at some point I feel like there's probably like a big three of classes like what's Mm -hmm. the most important 
and then including sim lab and the waxing we had. So it's, it's almost just taking care of three classes and then kind of figuring out what to do with the other, mm-hmm. what, however many classes we're in. Yeah, for sure. Do you have anything to add? Yeah. So I, <laughs> I'd say in a normal week, I probably study like 60 to 70 hours a week. I don't really have any certain time frames of where I'm like, I want to, I'm going to study from like this time to this time today. I, I'm just the kind of person where like in my head, I know what I want to do and I, I just, will just take as long as it takes to do it. Um, the way I go about studying is I use Anki a lot and I make my own Anki cards for classes, which for me works very, very well, but it's pretty time consuming to make all the Anki cards for classes. So it's like, I kind of say it's like the one instance where working smarter is working harder (laughs) and Mm -hmm. longer, but I, it works well for me and it really helps me retain all the information. If you keep up with the scheduled Anki cards uh, for a long period of time and between weeks with exams or non-exam weeks, I'd say the time I spend studying really doesn't change too much. It what changes is like what I'm more focused on. Uh, if we have a week with like three exams then I'm going to push like all the other classes aside and Mm -hmm. just study for those. And then if the next week is more laid back exam wise, then it's just catch up Mm -hmm. (laughs) with everything that, uh, you put on the back burner the week prior, but I still try to do something fun on a Friday or Saturday of a chill week. My roommates are good at making sure I do something fun because (laughs) Like I said, I'm the type of person that like I can just sit at my desk all day and not realize that I'm missing out on things. Yeah. So they help me out with that. That's good. <laughs> for sure. Yeah, I think for me it's just very like just being aware of what we have coming up. Like I'm always kind of looking like two weeks ahead to know like what I'm going to start spending my time on. The hours I study really just depends. Yeah, what's on our plate that week, like which exams we have and mm-hmm. stuff. So it sometimes like I wake up at seven and I study for three hours I usually like do like two or three hour chunks and then like I take like a two or something hour break and I probably study six or eight hours a day with like a big break at some point but that's like some days and some days I like almost take like a half day off I just kind of like based on what we can do if like I can get by taking a day off and like relaxing and like getting myself reset then like I'm gonna do it but I definitely like base most of my schedule around my sleep like I have to get my like eight or nine hours so Mm -hmm. if that means like going to bed early and like studying one less hour for an exam like usually I'll do it unless I really feel unprepared or something but I'm pretty strict about my sleep schedule I would say and that's kind of what my study schedule bases around one thing one kind of like guideline I try and follow which I think works well is like I wake up assuming that I'm just going to study all day Mm -hmm. and I don't really kind of think about like oh if it's a like a weekend or something like I know I said Friday or Saturday I'll try to because usually that's when stuff's going on but Mm -hmm. I mean if it's a Friday and nobody's doing anything I'd say just study for the whole day like it Mm -hmm. just because it's a Friday like doesn't mean you like you know have to take the day off because then if something really fun comes up Saturday Mm -hmm. and it's takes the whole chunk of the day you're like okay sweet nothing is going on I took advantage of it on Friday now I can take half a day off or a full day off on Saturday and not feel guilty Mm -hmm. versus if I just sat on the couch because it was Friday (laughs) (laughs) that's what I do yeah then I (laughs) then I might be less likely to say yes to something fun on Saturday so it's like I try and just kind of wake up and 
if nothing's going on, then I'll just fill that time with doing work. And then, because fun things are always going to pop up. So yeah, it's, it's for like, sure. but you don't know when it could be on a Wednesday. It could be on a <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I need to be more like that. But as of now, I'm not. <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm like you, Haley. Yeah. I hit five on Friday <laughs> and then I'm checked out. I'm checked yeah. out and see you Monday. Yeah. No, I'll see you Sunday. Yeah, it just but. depends on the circumstance. If it's like I really, really have to, I will. But unless I absolutely have to, I probably will stop doing yeah. school. Okay, so how do you guys like make time for what you need outside of school, whether that's like, Fun things, stress relief, just relaxing, working out, seeing family, friends. How do you kind of make sure you can do that? Um, Making time for myself. I try to do exercise right in the morning so I get it out of the way. Try to keep, stay healthy with stuff like that. Keep moving. I always midway through the day or even first thing in the morning I read, journal something down. Kind of like give yourself a schedule or even at the end of the day, tell you, uh, write down what you did so you kind of, have an understanding of what you did because we have so much you could be it could hit four o'clock and you're like whoa it's four what have I done all day then you write it down you're like okay I've done a lot so giving yourself that I like doing walks I take my phone leave my phone in my apartment go for a walk kind of just think or like even get some fresh air because we're in the apartment all day uh listen to music all the time my roommates probably get tired of that I (laughs) rarely put headphones in when unless I need to and then fun things and like stuff to like relax to I always give myself a day so like on Saturday odds are I'm probably going to go out do something fun or even just golf just something non-school related so I like to fit things that I do for fun as like study breaks throughout the day uh so like I like to run work out um like play the guitar and piano and cook and all these things and all of these I can do anywhere from five minutes to an hour or two, depending on what I'm doing or how much of a break I feel that I need. Sometimes when I'm studying and I just don't want to look at my screen anymore, I'll just play my guitar for like five minutes and then that'll be enough uh, to get me focused again. Uh, Every week or two, you know, FaceTiming your old friends, whether it's from high school or from undergrad, just seeing what everybody's up to. That always uh, is something I enjoy doing. And even just a couple minutes joking around with your roommates in the living room in the middle of the day can go a long way. Because especially with COVID and everything being online, there's a lot of hours that you're sitting at your desk Mm -hmm. in your room that you don't leave. And it's just... (laughs) It's nice to get some real human interaction. Um, And one thing that is nice uh, to make time for yourself and do things that you enjoy, like I love listening to music too, is making sure when you're doing simple tasks, like if you're doing like laundry or something, you know, that'd be a good time to listen to the podcast or like listen to music or or if there's a random video you have to watch for class, throw Mm -hmm. that on while you're doing the laundry and kind of get a few things done at at once so that you have enough time to do the more fun things that you like to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Definitely, like, the easier classes or the things that you don't need to maybe be taking notes on, like, getting those out of the way while you're doing other tasks is smart, so you have more Mm -hmm. free time, for sure. I think I kind of do similar to you, like, if I'm studying and I did, like, two hours of, like, Quizlet or notes or lectures, I'll take a break and do something that I like, whether that's, like, going for a walk, going for a drive 
doing like stuff for like YouTube podcasting, just something else to check out of school mode for a little bit because then it gets you ready to like get back into it because we always have to be doing school stuff. But I definitely try to talk to like my family and friends, like at least someone every day, like a phone call or a FaceTime, and that helps a lot. And I think since we like moved to Ann Arbor in the fall, like you said, with like having your roommates and stuff, it helps a lot too, just to like like you said, like have some socializing like randomly throughout the day, whether it's like everyone's cooking or something, it just <laughs> boosts your morale a little bit from sitting in your room all day. Yeah. It's a lot better from versus this summer because I yeah. was just at my house doing it and after the thirtieth day in a row of your family <laughs> hearing all about what you learned today, they just are not interested. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <for laughs> you have, it's nice to have roommates that are doing the same thing. Yeah. It's kind of funny too. Writing it down like what you do to give yourself time, it's like five things and we do it every day that's pretty good time management right like doing the same thing but probably the most important honestly is just chilling on the couch and uh talking to the roommates that's for Mm -hmm. sure yeah it's so nice for sure um so how do you guys keep track of what you want to do in a day how do you organize your time your week your months whatever it may be so i kind of have like a routine schedule in my head pretty much every day of what i like to do so i usually wake up pretty early and um, I'll make coffee and just flip through my Anki cards that are due for that day. I try to get all the Anki cards that are due uh, done first thing so that because if you keep up with all the reviews, that's when it works the best. Mm -hmm. And I found that if I wait till the evening or at night to do them, then I'll just skip through them really fast because I'm like, oh, I'm hungry. I want to eat dinner or I want to go to bed because I'm tired. But I found if I do them first thing in the morning, then I can really focus and uh, read the cards slower and really think about the answers. Uh, and that's I like uh, I like to do cardio in the morning. And if you're just doing cardio at machines, you can get the Anki app and bring your iPad if you're on like the stair climber or something. Because it makes both things go by faster. It makes mm-hmm. 30 minutes on the stair climber. It goes by horribly slow by itself. <laughs> 30 minutes on Aki can go by horribly slow. <laughs> but if you put them, the two together, they somehow go by pretty quickly. Uh, and then once I finish all my cards that are due for the day, the rest of the day is just a mix of if we're going to Sim Lab, just taking notes on new lectures and then trying to make as many new Aki cards as I can so that I have new ones for the next day. I'm not too good at keeping up with like all the new lectures we got for that day mm-hmm. because I, with making Aki cards, would be like, oh, we have an exam on Friday. Like, let me spend the rest of the day making immunology cards mm-hmm. or something. So I just kind of, yeah, like we said, especially now because we have a lot of exams each week, it's just kind of focus on the immediate task at hand. But that's yeah. kind of typical day, wake up, Aki reviews, watch lectures, go to lab. And then mm-hmm. just make as many Aki cards as I can for the rest of the day. How do you, like, plan out what you want to do for a day or for a week, like, in advance? Do you use, like, a planner or anything? Or is it really all just, like, in your head? Or are you checking Canvas a lot? A mix or? of uh, Dee, who is our class secretary. Yeah. She organizes a beautiful calendar for our entire class. Mm-hmm. I'll forever be in her debt for <laughs> <laughs> the effort she puts into that calendar. But I look at that like 20 times a day just to, okay. to make sure that I'm not missing anything. And, uh, like I know I said, I won't always like watch a lecture when it exactly when it's posted, but I like to kind of keep in my head of like, okay, we do have this new one that, mm-hmm. that came up. And then I do keep a planner at the beginning beginning of the day when I make my coffee or before I start my Anki cards, I'll try and write down a to-do list of 
and I always put way too many things on it and I'm, I know I'm not going to get it all done, but like anything that I don't finish, I'll just bump it to the next day. And then I know that like, I still have that to do. And if you're going to, uh, keep a planner, if you ever think about something, write it down immediately because you will forget to write it down if you don't. And then you'll forget to do it. <laughs> I, that's happened to me a lot where I'm like, Oh, I, I know this will be due. And then it's like day of. If I would have wrote it down two days ago when I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, that gets it you. I can get you. What do you do for Yeah, everything? so I actually do the same exact thing just twice, double mm-hmm. the time. I'm kidding. I don't do that. <laughs> I guess you probably couldn't tell the sarcasm on that. <laughs> but uh, I just kind of the same thing, though, like, as, like timing-wise in the morning, wake up, like exercise, get your coffee in. And then I do go through that calendar like, every day mm-hmm. 20 times same as same as probably everyone that calendar is phenomenal <laughs> but go through the calendar usually I'm behind on something kudos to you if you're not try to catch up on that take care of the big classes like our immuno like our CMB stuff like that and then honestly just see what's due so we always have the red tags of what's due so see what it is see what day it is and then same with the journal. I always like, I don't really necessarily have like a like a planner. Mm-hmm. I kind of just like jot down four things, almost like a grocery list and like mm-hmm. cross them all. Same as John, like usually never cross out all of them, but it does tell you like what you've done and that's, that's basically it. Yeah. Not I, as uh, <laughs> complex. No, you're Sophisticated. <laughs> no, you're fine. Yeah. I like cross-reference the secretary's calendar, but I like kind of have my own because I have so many like other things outside of school happening. Trouble in paradise. (laughs) Yeah, so I like have my own on iCalendar and it's probably like 50% different than Dee's calendar just because I like move things around because we're rarely in like live stuff. Mm -hmm. So you really have that flexibility to be like, I'm going to do Thursday's thing on Monday and then I'm going to do the other thing for Thursday, not till Sunday after. And you can kind of work ahead or you can catch up. Mm-hmm. And I just kind of make it work for whatever else I have to do that week with, like, podcasting, YouTube, clubs, school, catching up, studying, whatever it may be. And just kind of tailor it to, like, what I want to do that day. Like, certain classes I like better than others. So I'd rather do, like, two or three immuno lectures in one day. But I know I can only do, like, one CMB lecture a day because they're, like, dull to me. So it just kind of mm-hmm. depends on the class and, like, what you like and don't like, what you want to put a lot of time into. Then I just, like, spread it throughout the week if I need to, if I, like, hate doing it. So this is a big one. So what's been the biggest adjustment so far in dental school for you? You can go first. Yeah. So for me, it's actually doing something all day, every day. And if not, like, you're behind. And even Mm -hmm. if you do, you can somewhat be behind. In undergrad... I, for my exams, I always, my exams were usually pretty spread out. So it was like, I gave myself a week. It was like, if there's an exam on Friday, I start the Friday before study that Friday. And then you have like a month off, Mm -hmm. like aside for that class. But for here, it's every two and a half weeks we have an exam. So you always have to be doing something. And for me, I forgot to mention in undergrad, I was in Greek life. Probably didn't have to mention that, but (laughs) all my friends were always like, they were just chilling on the couch, like, yeah. and they were just always, there was always someone there to just hang out with. Like, if you didn't want to do school that time, like, yeah. 
chill on the couch like even if you had something to do like find time to relax yeah (laughs) and a distraction but here we're all on the same page and we're all doing the same thing so there isn't really someone that will talk to you about their business class or even just talk to you about fantasy football for five hours and you're (laughs) like hey I gotta I gotta hit the library now (laughs) so that that's kind of been an adjustment but it's not too big of a deal. I mean, we all wanted to be here, so it's hard to complain about anything terrible. It's it's like where we want to be. Yeah, for sure. What about you? For me, the biggest adjustment has just been the number of classes that we're in. It hasn't been too much like the time spent, but it's just a lot of different things to keep track of. Like, mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure how many classes we're in right now. It always changes, but it's like somewhere around like 10 or 11 mm-hmm. different canvas tiles that are on your home screen and kind of like opposite of Rob I had from being in Briggs like it for people who don't know Michigan State's like Lyman Briggs it's like a lot of pre-med pre-health care students so it's like a lot of the friends I made there were pre-med students and who were even make me look like I don't do too much work but so it's like they would always be the ones going to the library at, at night and I'd be like, you know what? All right, I'll go with you. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for me, it, it, like the time spent doing work hasn't been too much of the adjustment. It's just like a lot uh, to keep track of. Mm-hmm. And it definitely is like more time than undergrad too. So it, um, it's been difficult to kind of have to pick and choose like which things that you want to go to or which things you want to, or you have to leave early. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if it's like dinner at a family member's house or something and you're like, oh, okay, I'll just leave right after dinner because I have a lot of things to catch up on. But it's also, I try to think of like, it's temporary, you know, I might have to say no to a couple things, but hopefully in a year or two, we won't be in as many classes. And then once you graduate, you can have fun. Yeah, for you, sure. You can have a life. Yeah. Yeah. Someday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I think for me, it was more of, like, the mental adjustment with everything and, like, being in a class with so many smart people that are just, like, at least seem to be so on top of everything all the time and, like, learning how to, like, really just focus on yourself. Because in undergrad, when you were all trying to get into dental school, you could easily, like, compare yourself and it was kind of productive because it would help, like, push you. But here there's, like, not as much of a point of, like, thinking that you're, like, competing with people or need to be doing what they're doing. So I think the biggest adjustment for me there was just learning what my like workflow is like in dental school and like what I need like on a personal level day to day. So kind of what we already talked about before, but just working out that balance took a little bit for me. So I feel like that was the biggest adjustment on my end. So we kind of mentioned this earlier that, yes, we're in like a bunch of classes and we have some hard classes that we're always focusing on, but we also have waxing for dental anatomy and sim lab classes that we can go in extra hours also for that so how do you guys figure out like what time you need to spend on the book work versus hands-on stuff you can go first if you want yeah so like i said how i plan on my day is task one top priority get all my anki cards that are done due or that are due done for the day and then uh the rest of the day to get kind of more specific of how i schedule it i try to get the most difficult things like done first because I feel like my energy is like highest in the morning and then mm-hmm. it just kind of slowly tapers down throughout the day. Uh, I'm kind of a morning person. So I'll do 
whether it's like immunology or uh, cell molecular biology lectures that are pretty difficult to get through and uh, things like that. I'll try and get those done first. And then if I feel like I need a break and we have wax ups due, then I'll be like, okay, I'll use a break as like doing wax ups. Um, so I'll just kind of squeeze them in, in between more difficult classes because it's, it's more so just time spent doing it than like really thinking super hard. Although we just had to wax number 20, which was yeah. <laughs> hard. Yeah. It was, it was <laughs> difficult. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of, they're relaxing to do. It's yeah. being in sim lab and waxing. It's, I find it kind of relaxing because it's working with your hands, you know, and you feel like you're actually practicing to become a dentist rather than just, mm-hmm. uh, studying lectures. And sim lab is pretty long though. It's three hours. So, uh, after that, uh, if, like if I come back and I'm tired, then like I said, I'll do something like wax for an hour until I feel like I'm ready to do lectures again. So I just kind of squeeze it in depending on how I feel or how motivated motivated I am at the moment to do a difficult or easy task. Yeah, I feel like Amanda and I, whenever we get back from SimLab, we know we're just going to like plop on the couch for 30 <laughs> yeah. minutes and like decompress for a little bit. We before. do. We call it... <laughs> Uh, the post in lab slump. Yeah. <laughs> you just yeah. most days you need to spend at least 20-30 minutes yeah. on the, on the yeah. couch after. <laughs> it's a lot of mental work. That's yeah, for sure. it's just different because you're you're taking a break from like learning in a traditional sense, but you're still doing something you're not really that familiar with. And like some days in sim lab feel really good, and you feel like good when you're leaving. And some days you leave and feel like crap. So it just kind of depends day to day. And like if it's a bad sim lab day, I probably We'll just like go to bed or if I never do like two sim labs in a row because we can do like a nighttime session. So if we have an afternoon one, I personally don't like to go to the evening one after because I feel like that's like too much on your plate. So days that we don't have sim lab, I love them because I can spend the whole day studying and like work out my schedule as I want to. Days that we do have sim lab, I really only get stuff done like in the morning before and then maybe until like six or seven. But after that, like a day that had some lab, I'm usually pretty exhausted. So it just kind of depends on like what's on the calendar, I guess. Yeah, after sim lab, we have a Seven Eleven right underneath our apartment room. I always somehow find myself in there grabbing a, <laughs> a bag of munchies and some Muddy Buddies <laughs> sitting on the couch for a while after. But uh, should I go with what I do? <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. So I, I like the hands-on work a lot. So I typically like given the opportunity, usually like a week or like a week and a half before our practicals, I like to go into sim lab extra hours because one, it gives you an excuse not to be on your laptop at all times. And two, it feels very applicable to what we're actually going to be doing on a daily basis. And it is, it's a great accomplishment. Like I remember the first time we or the first time I had like a good class 130 prep mm-hmm. it was like, this is awesome. Like, this is what it's about. Like, this is fun. And I just kind of like seeing what you can complete outside of a, of an exam, a 40 question exam that takes 60 minutes. And with waxing as well, like, yeah, it took a while to like figure out and you had to contact D2s to get the tips and the hidden tricks but once you figure it out, it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. And it, when we had the 20 and, 220 and 8 due, 
I found myself spending a lot of time on it and I didn't even realize I was spending that much time on it because it was just enjoyable and you're like perfecting your craft even though we've done it once it it felt like uh I did a lot of construction in the summer I always felt like you're laying floor and it looks bad for 75% of the way but when it's (laughs) all the way done you're like this is awesome like this looks great Mm -hmm. so it's one of those things with me and anytime you can get off a laptop it's fun Mm -hmm. yeah the hands-on stuff is relaxing It's, it's enjoyable to do uh it's how I say it, you know, it's like, it is, it's perfecting your craft and it, you really don't realize how long you're spending doing it because, yeah. you know, you are just really focused in and you yeah, like I could spend doing, yeah. two hours doing wax and it really feels like a half hour. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the hands-on stuff's good. That was like yesterday we're doing Carrie's removal right now and I had like extra teeth I had to do. I was already like done with what we had to do but I had them and I was like might as well just do it and next thing you know it's two hours passed mm-hmm. and I mean once you're in sim lab like yeah you can leave early which I do sometimes but it is good to stay as long as you can and feel accomplished mm-hmm. after you leave yeah I think another thing that's different with this like COVID semester is that Sim lab is like our chance to get out of the house, so <laughs> it's nice to like have a reason to leave your room and like be in the dental school and feel a little bit more like part of everything. And like you see a bunch of people in there, which is nice. So it's always good to just like leave the apartment for a little bit too. So the next thing that I thought was important to talk about is like dealing with the pressure that kind of comes with dental school. And I mentioned it earlier, like comparing your time management skills and your study habits like even you two have pretty different study habits so Mm -hmm. does that ever like stress either of you out or did it at first yeah it stresses me out it still kind of stresses me (laughs) out when you have someone work so hard it's kind of like what should I be doing but then you have to understand like why you're here and like not to compare and like material still being learned and it's one of those things like you're should compare you should be the best you right Mm -hmm. like you shouldn't be oh i want to be john Mm -hmm. john's working hard john wants to be the best john it's one of those things dealing with pressure like even with after an exam people talk about their scores and stuff i just keep it to myself Mm -hmm. most of the time because it's i don't even want to think about comparing with someone because i know how hard i'm working and i'm enjoying it right now so why would i want to ruin my fun if I hear someone got a better score than me. Mm -hmm. So at first it was really challenging. I remember in the summer because in undergrad, usually you don't see an average of like a 93 or 92. Yeah. You're like, what is going on here? And so it is like, just kind of block out the noise and do you grind as hard as you can and still be a human, which is fun. Cause you know, we're here like we're in Ann Arbor like yeah. you got to explore the city you got to do the things you like to do like I always I just enjoy reading so that kind of deals with my pressure because it's it's not like a science book or anything it's something yeah. so out of the just something different so that's mm-hmm. kind of how I deal with it makes sense what about you yeah like I say like whatever you like to do just push yourself to be the best you can at it and that'll just set the pace for like everything else you do mm-hmm. studying is difficult it's a lot to do um i try to do like a lot of other 
challenging things. Like once COVID hit and all the gyms closed, I got into running. I was never a runner before, but now I enjoy it. And I, uh, I try to do things, you know, like set new personal records or things like that. So it's like, whatever you like to do, if it's like running, lifting weights, reading, you know, like try to be, try to push yourself to get good at where, whether it's like instruments, you know, uh, like whatever you do, just kind of get in the mindset of like being a lifelong learner and just trying to like push yourself to be the best. And then with dental school, it's just another thing on the list of what you have to push yourself for. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I'd, I'd say, yeah, I've been trying to deal with the like pressure pretty well. And, uh, I just kind of make the pace of dental school kind of like with a lot of other things in my life. Yeah. But then again, like Rob said, we are humans. And if I work really hard for like a couple days in a row, there'll be, you know, if I Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, I worked super hard. And then Friday, I could just feel like I just can't do anything right now. So you just mm-hmm. be humid, moss on the couch. Moss. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Yeah. I feel like pretty much just to reiterate what you guys said. And I feel like the summer was the hardest part. And like now into the fall, I don't really get shook when I'm, like, 10% below average on exams and stuff. Like, now I'm kind of used to it. But I think, like, at first, it's freaky because it's just such a flip from undergrad. And, like, averages are higher and you're not maybe in the same place that you used to be and everything. But, like, even outside of, like, I think I just thought that in dental school you had to be a specific study. Or, like, you had to use Anki. You had to be 7 to 7 every day and, like, do all these certain things. But... Now that we're here and I've like adjusted, I feel like you realize that you just need to do things the way that works for you, which is pretty much what both of them said and just like try to do your best. So definitely agree with all of that. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing is uh, at this point in our life, like really just figure out what you like to do. Mm -hmm. Like between me or Rob or our third roommate, Ryan, we all do. We all vary different schedules. We all like to do different things. Um, but like we all work hard the whole day mm-hmm. and it's like, mm-hmm. cause we all do things how we like to do it. And yeah. when we take our breaks, we do things that we enjoy individually. Yeah. And a lot of those things we could do together, like playing golf or mm-hmm. things like that. So yeah, it's, it's like the, it's like the same template. Like we all have the same template, but you get to customize it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of, it, you get to have fun with it. However you want it whatever fun is for you. If Mm -hmm. fun for you is getting the grades and applying pressure and seeing what the averages is, Mm -hmm. then you can do it. If fun for you is trying to do things outside of school, then do it. Like no Mm -hmm. one's really telling you to do anything except for pass. Mm -hmm. Set a a new daily hockey card record. (laughs) (laughs) Do it. The little things. Um, so someone did ask this, if it's possible to have a job during dental school, my opinion, no, at least not during your first two years. I know a lot of people right now in third and fourth year have jobs because of COVID and limited patients, but I think usually probably not. Do you guys? From what I've experienced so far, D1 year, I would say no way I could have a job, um, unless you had some gig, like doing something online that you could do whenever you needed to that was like part-time say if you Mm -hmm. worked like for a research lab and you were just kind of crunching data if you could if you had a free hour a couple Mm -hmm. times a week you could do that 
Um, but I'd, I'd say at least for the first year, no, just, you know, focus and get in your routine of, and try and figure out dental school for yourself. And then mm-hmm. if you get to second, third or fourth year and you feel like you have a little bit more free time, then I'd say that would be the time to maybe look for one. Yeah, I feel like a lot of it comes out to, like, what's the benefit? Like, what are you working, like, a minimum wage job for a couple hours a week? Like, dental school is hundreds of thousands of dollars. Like, is it making a difference? Like, I don't know. I'd, like, I feel like if you're already taking out loans, $50 a week, like, isn't really helping you much. So I think at that point, you're better off just, like, taking care of your mental health and, like, doing good in school and, like, letting dental school be, like, your job. Yeah, because I kind of think about it like, I mean, we study a lot. So if I think back to the course of a week, like there's probably only 10 or 12 hours that I spend doing stuff like for myself that's fun, whether it's mm-hmm. like cooking or, or, you know, working out or something. So it's like if you had a part-time job, that would be 10 hours a week. And then you're like left with nothing. <laughs> and then you're left with nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you probably just have to slowly phase out sleeping and eating. And, yeah. And like, what is that? Like, yeah. And that's then, just at not that point, pay off Yeah. At you. that point, I think you could get fizzled out pretty quick. Yeah. Do you have anything to add? So I actually jot down yes. Okay. What do you like, think? If you could have a job during dental school, I, I think it's just like, could you have one? Like, yeah. In you theory, could have yeah. one. In theory, you could have one. Because... I mean, you, like, with this podcast, like, yeah, that's, that's a big true. commitment. Yeah. That if it's a job for money, I'd say I don't, I wouldn't know the point of it. But yeah. if you have a job that interests you, yeah, you could find time. And that's kind of what we're talking about with the pressure of it. If you have no pressure for yourself to get a 95 on every exam and you find yourself doing well in classes and you're not stressed about it and you want a job that interests you i i say do it yeah but if it's again if it's something if it's more of a money aspect i would try not to stress about it because of the fact of how much is taken out yeah in the beginning yeah for sure if it's something that's like adding to your quality of life and you enjoy it then like yeah make time for it but if it's just like uber eating to like make some spending money i think yeah. just like try to finance better and yeah. figure out your loan situation <laughs> in exactly. my opinion but um okay so that was pretty much everything i want to talk about about dental school but um also want to touch a tiny bit on time management in undergrad and everything so just reflecting back to undergrad do you feel like you learned anything in dental school about yourself or about time management that could have helped you then or change your study habits at all? Or do you think the way you did things was like good for the time? Uh, For me, I think undergrad went really well and it taught Mm -hmm. me a ton of things that I still use and implement in dental school right now. So when I worked at the gym, I had to work like Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 6am, meaning I had to be up at 5.15 to get to the place. And it, I mean, it, it's carried on because now I still wake up. I still exercise. I still study just as hard at, as I did in undergrad here, probably more. But in undergrad, well, now when I'm studying, I'm like, I've done this in undergrad. Mm-hmm. So is it really that hard? Like, is it an impossible task to do? And the answer is always no, because you've known you've already done it. So I think undergrad taught me a lot. It was probably where I learned the most mm-hmm. on how to study and like, how to work hard so I think it's it's improved my experience in dental school yeah that makes sense do you have a like number one study tip or anything 
Me? Yeah. Number one study tip. Or like method that works really well for you? Uh, wake up at 4 a.m. <laughs> and study as hard as you can before the exam. <laughs> All right. That's not a great tip, but, but it works. you're going to have to do it <laughs> one day probably. All right. What about you, John? Seems like you've just kind of carried over your study habits from undergrad. Yeah, I have pretty similar study habits to what I had in undergrad. Um, I was like, end this or started junior year in undergrad. Uh, one of my roommates, older brothers was in med school and he basically, uh, he just showed us like what Anki is. Like I'd never heard of it before that, but super glad he showed us how to use it because I've been using it ever since. So, uh, yeah, for any classes that are just a lot of information, I am team Anki. I think it's like the best way to really retain information. Well, like for a long time, Mm -hmm. like I said, if, if you get the cards made, uh, before the exam and if you finish making all your new ones like a couple days before so you have multiple days to see which ones you know uh, or see which ones you don't know Mm -hmm. then once the exam comes you've already been studying it every day because Aki will schedule cards for you so it's like that's what's great about it is once the exam comes I feel like I've already looked at a little bit of the material every day for like a week or so Mm -hmm. so yeah I'd say study habits haven't changed as far as like how I study, just the amount of time has yeah. been increased a lot. And if I could go back, I'd probably take histology, immunology, and like embryology. Mm-hmm. It would have been more difficult at the time, yeah. but I mean, I took them and I yeah. still don't know everything. I feel so. like, especially now that we're in dental school, like I want to be spending more times on classes that are like specific to dentistry. Yeah, but you run Whereas, out of time. Yeah, and. Uh, like immunology I've never had an immunology class before so it's like I have to do a lot of background watching YouTube videos and stuff mm-hmm. um, whereas if you were to take an immunology class in undergrad even if you forgot 80% of it you know mm-hmm. that's like just a little bit of advantage you're always going to learn it faster the second time mm-hmm. uh, so even if it's a little bit more difficult of a schedule in undergrad and if you know dental school is something that you want to go to I'd say yeah histology immunology and embryology would uh, really help so that you don't have to spend as much time on classes that although it, it is important from like a healthcare mm-hmm. point of view like other types of classes like I could be spending more time in sim lab extra hours mm-hmm. practice because you know working with the hand pieces is what we're going to be doing most of the day most yeah. of the time as we're uh, practicing dentists yeah for sure I think for me it wasn't so much like study habits that I would change but I wish I had like a job my first couple years I know like junior senior year I wouldn't have had time for it because I was putting like so many hours into like running the clubs that I was in but Mm -hmm. I feel like freshman year especially like I literally just would sit in my room and watch Netflix so much because the classes are so easy so I wish that I like did more with my time at that point and I like developed better time management skills that I've like carried into school now with like the way I like to do my calendar and like to-do lists and everything but I think I should have made my schedule like more full early on um question for both of you though that you made me think of while you were talking um do you like the major that you had like would you recommend that to people or would you recommend now that you're saying take those classes like be human bio because I had to take those so do you I would 110 I would recommend uh the physiology major I think it was fantastic yeah it really sets you up well like physiology as you take uh classes like histology for example Mm -hmm. um a lot of 
like the basis of histology is like what we were learning in our like upper physio classes. Mm -hmm. It's just like apply, like learning to recognize that's what it is on histologic images is like the difficult part Mm -hmm. of it. But I feel like uh, majoring in physiology has really prepared me well for a lot of classes. And it, for histology, immunology, not so much embryology, we really didn't go through that too much in um, physiology, but I think it gave me a really good core understanding in a lot of like biochemistry and um, physio like processes to where it makes these types of courses like a little bit easier. You know, when I say like to take them, it's because like, I just wish I would have had a little bit extra so that it would be even easier now. But I think uh, the physiology major was great. If anybody out there is still deciding on a major undecided, um, I thought that one was fantastic. Having a really good understanding in you know cell biology molecular biology and biochemistry sets you up well for a lot of different things mm-hmm. what about you yeah so i was neuroscience and if you want something that's applicable to what you learned d1 d2 year i'd say no but i also loved neuroscience because of the psychology aspect of it and i always thought like long run with talking to patients I'd love to have a different perspective and an understanding of just humans and how they act and how we're all different and communicating with them so Mm -hmm. in that aspect yeah I I love neuroscience I still read about it I still do things outside of it and we do have a class that is psychology based and I still find it very enjoyable and it does help me with the SPI experiences we have because I kind of have a background with it. But every other class, I mean, aside from our prereqs that we're all, you guys are all going to have to take. (laughs) uh, Yeah, you'll just be taking the prereqs and then you'll be doing psychology classes. But if you're into it, just do what you're interested in. That's what I'd say. Yeah, I think that's really important too because like I thought physiology was great and that it set me up very well for dental school but I also just like love physiology like Mm I uh, worked in a research lab in undergrad like I said mitochondrial physiology and it had a lot of biochemistry and stuff into it and I found that stuff very interesting Uh, in my free time like the podcasts I listen to or like physio research podcasts um, and even (laughs) Even right now, I'm in the midst of a three-day fast because I, I really like physiology and like listening to things like that. So yeah, I mean, you can set yourself up up well, but if you really like neuroscience, like Rob does, you know, just go with it. It you're gonna find a lot more meaning in things you enjoy mm-hmm. rather than something that you don't enjoy, even if it sets you up. So if you like neuro or if you like microbiome or something, do it. And then, you know, maybe take histology just for fun to set you up. Yeah, because even, like, though I had to take a lot of extra biology classes that are, like, really applicable to what we have right now, I still don't know everything. So it's not as if I have this huge upper hand. Like I said, I still score lower than a lot of my peers on exams. So where there's a will, there's a way. Just, like, do undergrad, enjoy it do a major that you like, take your prereqs, try to get into dental school, and then worry about dental school Like once you're in dental school. I feel like it's always my answer to that question. That's why I didn't undergrad. Yeah. Just worried about when you're there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Try to enjoy the time you have there. Um, mm-hmm. So 
let's do a couple quick questions and we'll wrap up. But um, just in general, how did you make sure you had all your pre-dent application stuff ready to apply by the end of junior year? Because none of us took gap years. Do you want to go first? Yeah. So I remember going into undergrad, I had, I always wanted to go to Michigan. So I had the Michigan prereqs. I had what the average score was, what the shadowing was, and even going in to freshman year of undergrad, I already had shadowing hours under my belt because I was just eager to get them done, Mm -hmm. just to have them out of the way, which I ended up doing shadowing for the three summers that we had off going into junior year. So I actually had extra hours, but I just always, I actually favorited Michigan's prereq page. Mm-hmm. And I like if I was curious of where I'm at or what I should sign up for in March for fall classes, I'd just click it and be like, okay, we're going to put two of them on next course or mm-hmm. next fall. And for that, it's just almost just staying up to date with it and never forgetting of what you're going to have to take, which you probably won't, honestly. <laughs> if you want to go into dental school, you're probably going to have the tabs up wondering what to do talking to your counselor. I talked to my advice, uh, schedule advisor a lot my freshman year. I remember that Mm because I was just very adamant of like having the correct schedule. So if it's going into senior year and I still have three prereqs to take, I, I always thought that that wouldn't look too great, which I don't know the application of that, if it actually matters, Mm -hmm. but I just always stress about that. So I got them done prior and, uh, yeah, just always I I favorited it mm-hmm. on my on my Google Chrome. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I did a lot of my shadowing over breaks, like yeah, winter break, spring break. I didn't do too much over the summer breaks. I always had uh, I took classes over the summer. Me too. Most of the summers at MSU, just one or two. Um, so I was like in East Lansing pretty much the whole summer, and the dentists I would shadow at were like more towards my hometown. So, you know, uh, winter break and spring break over the three years leading up to junior year was when I did the vast majority of my shadowing. Um, Even one spring break, I think it was junior year, one of my aunts lives in downtown Chicago. So it's like I went to Chicago, stayed with her for the week and just shadowed her friends. So it's Mm -hmm. like I still got to go somewhere, but I was getting shadowing hours done as well. And then I followed U of M's prerequisites uh, because they, I found they had the most out of pretty much any of the other schools. So if you got all those done, you were pretty much set to apply anywhere else. Mm -hmm. They had the most shadowing requirements, the most course prerequisites. I think the only uh, school I ran into that had a prereq that U of M didn't was I think like Ohio State required anatomy, whereas here it was just like recommended. Mm -hmm. Or it might not have been Ohio State, but there was only like one or two other schools that had a class that U of M didn't require. So... Uh, these were good prereqs, hours, and things to to shoot for because if you could get the, all those completed, then you could just send your app to a lot of other schools and have it done already. Mm-hmm. So quickly, when did you both take your DAT? I took mine uh, June 2nd, so two days before I applied. Wow. I kind of I put all my <laughs> eggs in one basket. I originally thought I was going to take it the summer between sophomore and junior year, but I was working somewhere and take, I took biochem that summer and then (laughs) just like at that point in, I like my school career, like I just wasn't used to like working that hard. So it's like, I quickly realized over the summer, like, I don't think I have enough time to do it 
So I pushed it back and I did a little bit of studying spring semester of junior year, kind of as much as I could. But the reason I took it two days before I applied was that I could have the highest number of summer days where we had nothing going on to Mm -hmm. study for it. So like the day after school got out till June 2nd, I was just like 100% DAT. And I think it worked kind of well doing it like one really intense month versus like spreading it out like three Mm -hmm. not so intense months because there's just so much information like with the bio section or something. It's like the longer you wait, just the more like more things you kind of forget. And uh, so I found just doing one like really focused month really kept it all fresh in my head for when I took it. Nice. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, so I actually took mine June 20th. So okay. I I applied, then I took the DAT, and then I sent the scores out. Okay. Because I was supposed to take it, I think, like, February 14th or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was studying hard, but then I was kind of stressed out about it. And I was like, why am I rushing this if I'm not ready? Mm-hmm. So then I shot it back. To I, I might have just shot it back straight to June 20th so I could finish the semester and then kind of exactly what John was saying, like month and a half of studying, like just nose to the book, get it done. And after the month and a half, I was like, I knew I was ready. I took the exam, kind of, kind of took a chance on myself taking it so late because even though it's not considered late June 20th, mm-hmm. it is considered late depending on who you're talking to, but we're also all here. So it must not, yeah, yeah. it must not have hurt me that bad. (laughs) Uh, Studying. Yeah. Just, I did boot camp. I like boot camp. Yeah, for sure. So did you also like graduated, not graduated, but summer after, after junior year studied then, or did you study during spring semester? So I still, so once you buy a boot camp, you don't keep it. Yeah. So I would like here and there look at it. If I didn't have like a busy week, I'd study DAT. Mm-hmm. And if I did a busy week or weeks, I just didn't look at it. So mm-hmm. I wasn't fully pre- prepared for that commitment. Yeah. And that's why I shot it back. And then okay. I started working that summer like, June 21st, like right after DAT. So I just mm-hmm. had nothing but DAT. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. The spring semester, the extent of like my studying was I uh, used Anki as much as I could to study for the DAT. And where it helped a lot was like the bio section because mm-hmm. DAT bootcamp has like a condensed, it's like 110 or so pages of like bio material. And it's anything from like roots of plants to anatomy and so I, the whole spring semester, I just, any like little bits of free time I had, I would just make Anki cards over and I, I, through the course of the semester, got through all hundred something pages with mm-hmm. Anki cards made over everything. I didn't study them though. Like I wouldn't go through them every day just so that once school got out, I could just immediately go into it and I wouldn't have to spend like all day just typing at my laptop. Yeah. So if anybody uses Anki or is thinking about it for like the DAT, it, kind of set your in your goal or set in your head like a goal date that you want to like start studying at and if you you could get some decks made uh before then so that once that date hits you can just start reviewing as many cards as you can mm-hmm. i think that helped uh helped a lot just kind of splitting up that work over the course of the semester yeah that makes sense 
People listening probably know I took mine July 2018, so after sophomore year, and there's a whole episode about it, so you can listen if you want more details. Um, So do you guys have any, like, closing thoughts out to mostly probably pre-dentals listening? Anything you want to leave them with? So, yeah, uh, we got these questions beforehand, so I, I spent a little time thinking about this one, and I'd say number one, or not number one, the all, all things are important in this, but be friends with people who want the best for you and will push you to be the best. Mm-hmm. I was super fortunate to have met some awesome people in undergrad. Um, like I said, a lot of them were pre-med students, all with fantastic work ethics, and they motivated me to be uh, the best you know, to work hard. So if you can surround people, uh, surround yourself with people that are, you know, like-minded, um, it's really beneficial because if you have to spend a weekend in the library, then at least you're doing it next to, you know, next to your friends. And as far as like going through kind of your day-to-day things, just find things that you like doing that help you to accomplish your goals and do them long enough to make it a habit the reason I think the reason why starting something new feels weird is just because it's different from your old schedule. But if you just do it long enough, then it'll start to feel normal and it'll start to feel weird when you're not doing it. And then build a daily routine with those things and you'll see the results. And last thing in all caps, Aki. <laughs> I'll say it one more time. This I'm an ad- advertisement for yeah. Aki. I'm not spot. I'm not accepting money. <laughs> Anything from you? For me, I would say um, just keep your head up. I mean, I, there's times in under, undergrad where you think you're missing out on stuff. You know, like the movies show you in undergrad just partying at all times, or or even with me, like my friends went out enough where I was, I always thought I was missing out on something, but at the end of the day, if you know your end goal and your end goal is more important than something that would probably be forgotten a week later. Mm-hmm. So just have that. And John said it and I actually didn't fully, or I guess you realize how important it is until someone says it, it mm-hmm. it's having a support system. Like I, mm-hmm one really good friend that I just studied with at all times. Like I know I could shoot a text. They'd be like, okay, meet me at the main library or at, or at, uh, the math (laughs) building in uh, at Michigan state. And like, we'd be there. And if it was, Hey, I have an exam tomorrow. I'm probably going to be here from like one to one Mm -hmm. and be like, all right, I have stuff to do too. Like, let's do it. Let's keep each other accountable. So it's one of the, yeah, that's, uh, Keep your head up. Don't think you're missing out on much. And uh, have a sport sporting cast. Nice. So this was really great. Our longest episode to date. Love For that. Real. Oh, yeah. So what's the best way? Because people might have some questions since you have, like, different majors. You took DAT later than I did and everything. Mm-hmm. Can people reach out to you guys if they have questions? Do you want email? Or what would be good? Yeah. So I... I don't know if this is released next week, right? I mm-hmm. took a month off social media, but I'll probably put my Instagram back on. So if you <laughs> want to add me on Instagram or Humble message brag. me, <laughs> took a month off. It's been a lot of fun. Probably won't keep it on. It'll probably be on weekends. But my at is Robert Mora with two underscores. All if you right. Yeah. Message I'll, me there. Yeah, it'll be tagged on the Instagram. So. Perfect. 
What about you, John? Email, Instagram? Yeah, good. email, Instagram, both work. Um, I guess it'll be tagged, but if you're just listening, at John underscore Robertson 9 is my Instagram. And then my email is uh, robjohnd at ubish.edu. Awesome. And we get a lot of emails, so it's sorry if I'm <laughs> slow to respond. Do you get a lot of emails? Yeah. yeah, it's ridiculous. All right, well, thank you guys so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank, thank you for you. having me. I had a blast.